Welcome to It's Time. Today's message is part two of In Fellowship with God's Anointing. I ask that you listen to part one, which is my previous podcast. The message today is on the importance of partnering with the anointing and the importance of being in the anointing. And the scripture is found in 2 Kings verse 4, 8 through 36. And I ask that you read the scripture when you have time. Being anointed is a special empowerment by the Spirit of God to be able to both naturally and supernaturally accomplish an end. The anointing is the person and the power of God in the Holy Spirit. So the anointing is actually God's ability. And when someone is anointed, their purpose to do what the will of God is for their life. Now, today, of course, in 2 Kings, as you read it, you'll see uh, we're speaking about a prophet by the name of Elisha, who served the prophet Elijah for 19 years. And so your anointing is transferable, but so is trouble. And sometimes when there's trouble in your life, sometimes it's got nothing to do with you. I look at a man by the name of Jonah who got a call from God to go minister to a city and he decided he would get on a ship and go another direction. So God sends a storm to get his attention, but he wasn't the only one on that boat. Those other people didn't do anything wrong. God wasn't mad at them, but now his mess was their mess. It wasn't a lone storm cloud over Jonah. Everyone was experiencing this chaos at sea. They figured out that he had to go, so overboard he went. When God's anointing has you doing great exploits for his kingdom, everybody isn't going to appreciate your ministry. Jesus said that a prophet is without honor in his hometown, among his relatives, and in his own household. In Mark 3, Jesus saw it firsthand with his family when he entered the house and the crowd so overwhelmed the place that no one could eat. And when his family heard this, they set out to restrain him because they thought he was out of his mind. And restraint in this, tech, uh, in this text means to arrest, which was what the Jewish authorities sought to do. In their mind, he was coming against the family, religion, tradition, and name. And it's okay to be crazy by yourself, but when you broadcast it, they won't like you and they'll try to silence you. The greater the anointing, the greater the truth, the less you'll be received. Another interesting purpose of your anointing is that God has intended for each generation to pass on their anointing to the next generation. But in order for it to be passed on, they're going to have to earn it. Nothing's free in the kingdom of God. The body of Christ has allowed saints to go to their graves without passing their anointing on because we didn't know how to serve close enough to them to receive the anointing they had. Mighty men and mighty women of God have died without passing on their God-given abilities to others. Now, Elijah had an anointing that he wanted to pass on to somebody else. His servant Gehazi uh, could have received it, but his slick self lost that chance. Elijah had an anointing to raise people from the dead, which we read about with the Shunammite son. Elisha asked Elijah for a double portion of his anointing when he was about to be taken up in the chariot of fire, which he got because he served the prophet Elijah for 19 years. No doubt not an easy task, but he had to earn it. Double portion doesn't mean twice as many, but it means two that are different. He had his anointing and Elijah's anointing, and his anointing was to raise people from the dead. According to scripture, he raised more folk from the dead than anybody recorded, including our Lord. And he couldn't find anyone to pass it on to, so he had to take it with him to the grave. And to prove it, read 2 Kings thirteen twenty-one. Elisha got Elijah's anointing as well because he humbled himself and served the man of God. In 2 Kings 3, the kings of Israel, Judah and Edom, prepared for battle with Moab, but in their travels, they ran out of water for their armies and the animals. 
One king panicked and said, God has brought us before our enemy to be captured. Another king asked, isn't there a prophet of the Lord here? Let's inquire of the Lord through him. Did they say, here's Elisha who performed great miracles? No, they didn't. One of the servants of the king of Israel answered, Elisha, who used to pour water on Elijah's hands, is here. The word of the Lord is with him. If you know who you are and whose you are, no matter what you have to endure, go through the process to acquire God's ability to tie in with your ability to move into the fullness of your God-given anointing. Thank you so much for spending time with me and have a wonderful day.